The question here is, how do we know that we are actually feeling safe, isn't it? Because my observation on myself and on others is that we are actually not knowing if we are feeling safe within. Because the state of chaos or rigidity is actually the home we grew up. So being calm, rooted, grounded, anchored within us and even feeling safe within us is most of the time with the people I work is very, very new and it's scary. It's scary to come back into this explorative state of safety, holding self, connecting to yourself. And just to give you a little bit of recap, what is actually trauma? Trauma is a disconnection of our body and of our environment. It's a state of survival. It's not specifically one event. No, it's the unprocessed emotions which are still stuck in our body. It's an unregulated nervous system, not being into the calm state, which is leading to a constant drainage of our energy, ongoing. You can imagine this a little bit like in the in the in a safari right when we are doing a safari and suddenly we are seeing a, a tiger behind us we are getting into this state of okay is it worse to fight no obviously with a tiger it's not working to fight right so our cheap car will go quicker and quicker and kind of fleeing from the whole situation but then suddenly the car is breaking down and the car is standing still, the tiger is behind us. Our body is going into a state of freeze. You may have observed that also in nature, that you think this animal is dead, but it's like pretending to be dead. It's totally numb and frozen. So the other one is letting go of and maybe running away. The moment we are feeling safe again. An actual reaction is to shake it everything out so our nervous system can regulate all of the adrenaline which has been pumped up in our body needs to flow out of our system so we are coming back to calm again. However, most of the time I have observed it and especially in my whole body, I was not feeling safe to express my anger because this inner child inside of me was observing what is happening when we are expressing anger. So I rather hold everything back into my organs, into my body. And over time, it became very normal to not express it. So many people I'm meeting and I ask them, when was the last time you really screamed? They are saying, yeah, I was a little bit angry, but then I, I could uh, calm down and that's it. This is kind of taking over control and not letting 
the whole survival energy pass through our body. It's not bad to show our children that it's okay that we are screaming, that this energy building inside of us needs to find a rental to go out of our system. So it's quite normal for me to nowadays scream into a cushion in my privacy and to let it out or into my arm because I don't want to hold it back any longer. And the same is happening with pain, with tears, holding back these tears out of fear to be vulnerable, to be made small and maybe not being good enough when we are crying because little boys or little girls are not crying, right? Just don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. You may be very well aware of that also. This is giving us always the impression it's not okay when I'm angry. It's not okay when I'm crying. It's not okay when I show my vulnerability. But this is exactly where we are going back to. Allowing our emotions to process in the moment they are appearing. When I'm feeling angry, it's always a chance to reflect why I'm feeling angry. What need is not met? What is the expectation I'm having? And am I in a, in a child mode or am I actually in a very mature mode right now? And most of the time we are in the mode of the inner child because there was an interrupted movement. There was something in our childhood which was not processed completely. And we are still in this age of this inner child. Especially early childhood trauma takes time to build the safety within that we are allowing us to be vulnerable again. The second thing is that between the age of zero to three, it's happening a so-called primary wiring where it's on our parents if they could provide us with a calm and safe nervous system that we could co-regulate. And now, honestly, going back and seeing so much constellations and generational trauma that I'm seeing that co-regulation can only be when our parents, grandparents have felt safe and they are present with their present awareness. In my case, I shared that before, is the moment I had this rebirthing process I already felt the fear inside of my mom and I don't have a single memory uh, right now where I felt literally safe and held to just cry and express this anger. So again, this is not about blaming or shaming any of our parents or our grandparents, every one of them has done their best. However, this is like a cycle passing on from generation to generation. And that's why you're here. Because something within you is telling you, right? It's not okay when I scream at my child or when I can cannot hold this overwhelm. But it's not about holding the overwhelm. It's about stepping into the process of learning how to flow with the overwhelm, how to express the anger, how to express the sadness, how to express yourself and set up boundaries. So that's what I wanted to share with you before. 
many, many times when I come with the topic of feeling safe, people don't actually know what it means to feel safe. And there is one little practice I want to share with you, which I learned from, from a wonderful guy within my embodiment facilitation course. I will drop some links also below, which I always use before I start working with somebody to reflect if there might be trauma in the body without the person being aware of. So allow yourself around 15 minutes time, 15 to 20 minutes time, maybe with a little break also, to reflect together with me now. How do I know if I might have a traumatic imprint in my body and what do I actually need? Yeah.